0: Welcome to Cryptic Chronicles, a show all about everything weird, mysterious, and dark in the world. Today on the show, we're going to talk about serial killers, and I'm going to be joined by Dr. Dingus, as well as Malachor5. They requested to go by those tags, and trust me, they are some pretty decent people, but today's topic is not so decent. What is it that fascinates people about serial killers? They seem to be a big part of culture from countries around the world, with their presence here in America being prominent in the entertainment industry as well. The media has even created celebrity monsters on several occasions by hyping them up in highly stylized and dramatized coverage that draws the attention of the masses. Perhaps this is an echo of humanity's macabre fascination of death from our uncivilized past. Public executions used to be entertainment for entire communities, with almost all coming to attend and look at the horror playing out before them with awe it was a form of entertainment and it was casually accepted by everyone with no sense of depravity found in the enjoyment of watching other humans suffer and die in any case our fascination with serial killers reveals a darker nature hidden from our collective conscious minds the serial killer is one of us they are born from our society and just like the homeless population they are a mirror of the darker parts of human nature present in all cultures. People tend to think that they are separate from others, but we are much more the creations of the collective than most would care to admit. Now, safe to say, topics of this episode are going to get very dark and disturbing on multiple levels. So, beware. If you got a, you know, like a weak stomach or... You don't care for dark stuff that could be highly disturbing. Just skip this episode right now. It's not for you. And Dr. Dingus may be a little bit rough around the edges more so than you're used to with my episodes. He's uh, a little bit more rugged and uncensored and (laughs) may just not be the kind of style that you normally get from me. Still a fascinating guy to talk to though. And Malachor as always is just a wonderful person all around that I always love engaging with. In any case, let's just hop right into it, shall we? I'm your host, Tim Hacker, and you're listening to Cryptic Chronicles. This is this is the way. This is the way. These these entities, they would conquer them. Now is the time to take
1: risks.
0: Let's begin then, shall we, Dr. Dingus, because that's what you want to be called.
1: Yes, yes we shall, Mr. Mr. Chronicles, Mr. Chronic.
0: <laughs> so today we're going to talk about serial killers, yeah?
1: Yeah, pretty much. And uh I guess, you know, when we're on that topic, uh what do you want to know about them? Are are, we, are they just uh, are we talking about them as a thing that exists because they do exist a lot of the time?
0: I was just I'm thinking like a general conversation. Number. Okay.
1: Well, to begin with, they're very scary.
0: Yeah, and they're everywhere. Like what? Like one in 10 people is a sociopath?
1: Right. So it's a bit of an exaggeration, but it's also interesting because anybody can be a serial killer regardless of what we consider their defects to be. Now, while it's common for serial killers to be antisocial, be psychopathic, not always. Some of them could pass for reasonable human beings most of the time
0: yeah like a lot of yeah. them especially sociopaths are very charismatic
1: right well there's also the distinctions that you, you could uh, that some people draw between sociopaths and psychopaths but the uh the primary the uh the thing about the serial killer that i think is most fascinating and important to realize is that it could be anybody and that anybody has the capacity to turn into one of these people and a lot of the people who wound up spending their lives becoming infamous for heinous acts of murder, torture, and sexual assault, didn't begin their lives so murder, torture, and sexual assaulty.
0: Okay, so you don't think that serial killers are made. Do you think that serial killers are just born and, like, anybody can be a serial killer?
1: Essentially. You could have propensities that lead you to become one, but ultimately, like anything else, it's a human choice that you made, you know?
0: Like, what did Bundy and- say? Bundy said that everyone... Or, like, he's just, he's one of the worst serial killers ever, and he, he's just a normal dude.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, Bundy was one of the worst ones ever. I got him confused with Son of Sam for a second.
0: <laughs> well, he said, Son of Sam was kind of a on. puss. Yeah, that guy was, um, he was a total cuck. He was, dude,
1: but he did have a good taste in firearm. He did. <laughs> but, uh, yes. Okay. Go ahead. What did you say about Bundy again? I'm sorry.
0: Oh, I was just saying that one of the things that he would say to people during interviews is that he would say, there's no reason why I became a serial killer. I have a good family. I had a great life. Everything was good for me. There was nothing that made me. I just am. Hey, Mel. Yeah, who is it? This is we're Dr. Talking. Dingus and Cryptic Chronicles talking about serial killers.
1: Yeah, we're talking about serial murderers. I say the long way because I'm...
0: So what Bundy was saying basically is like, there's what's frightened a lot of people was that there's no reason why he became a serial killer. He just was and right. did what he wanted. But that doesn't,
1: that doesn't prevent it from that being a choice that he made at the same time. At any point, somebody can elect to or not to kill. And from that point, it's uh it's a matter of the justifications they make for doing so, you know? Yeah. On some level, most people would have a justification. The most fascinating one to me is because he felt no need to justify it, or at least he was under that. Uh, he was under the, how should you say? He was under the assumption that he was not justifying it, and yet had built up an entire life philosophy around why he kills why he should kill it. Mr. Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, had some interesting opinions on evil.
0: Yeah, he was a Satanist, straight up, right?
1: Right. He, you could say that he was uh, he was trying to embody that adversarial and destructive uh, tendency. And yeah, in a way, way, that was his form of self-gratification.
0: By the way, listeners, this is uh, Mal that just joined us and popped in. Mal, welcome. Malachor.
1: Oh,
2: didn't know I was interrupting.
0: Oh, you're uh, not no. interrupting. We're just having a conversation. This is Malachor 5. Is that what you want to go by? Sure. We're just having a yeah. convo about serial killers. You want to join in?
2: I don't, I don't think Richard Ramirez was... Uh like a card-carrying member of the satanic church but a self-proclaimed he would, satanist
0: yeah he was yeah, like it, a literal he, satanist not one of the people who like because i mean satanists they don't really believe in satan the way people think that they do this dude was like a literal satanist
1: the theistic satanist yeah. and uh i don't know i'm just kind of here to talk shit about richard kuklinski at some point but uh the guy was fascinating because if you go through all of his interviews, he breaks down in very simple terms that he's just an evil dude.
0: Yeah, totally. So, Mal, what do you think? Do you think that serial killers are born or are they made?
1: Well, of course, both.
0: I think both, yeah.
2: But I, I mean, think, it's true. I think, that I think made comes first. Okay, they're, so. It, they're like born int- that way. For...
1: Interestingly enough, uh, th- this is a phenomenon that occurs in the military and it's essentially the idea that some people uh, about two percent of the population i think are born quote natural born killers and they uh they get this definition this number from the amount of people that they bring into the military these are people who presumably signed up to be shooting guns at people and throwing bombs and doing all that kind of cool sweet ass shit and uh Amongst those, the vast, vast majority of, of recruits even put into their first combat situations, will not shoot to kill. The vast majority of, uh, of ammunition expended in a war is simply cover fire or suppressing fire. Only a small, like, single-digit percentage of all new recruits will shoot to kill their first time without being forced by violence.
0: That's a phenomenon that happens with firing squads as well.
1: Right. That's why that that's why only one of them gets the real bullet.
0: Mhm.
1: At least in Texas, I don't know about the rest of uh, America, but in Texas they all have a blank except for the one guy that doesn't.
0: Yeah, and also cool like during during like World War II, World War I, it was the same thing. Like a lot of people wouldn't just miss on purpose even if there wasn't like one dude with a real bullet. They all had real bullets, but most of them would just miss on purpose.
1: Right. So so yes, it is both. There's a percentage of the population that just uh Likes to kill shit. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like me and that raccoon. I don't know why I gotta kill it, but I'm gonna get that motherfucker.
0: <laughs> so, what do you think it is about serial killers ass. that like really fascinates so many people? You know,
1: I, I used to have an answer for this, but after doing body removal for a while, I don't know anymore. <laughs>
0: Like, why do we make these celebrities of serial killers? And we, like, have all these documentaries. Like, that's one of the most popular topics of documentaries that people watch. Why?
1: There's just a certain portion of people that are always going to be fascinated with either their own death or, um, or, or, weirder enough, you'll see this, like, Tumblr bitches and shit.
0: Is Tumblr even still around? I think that they allowed porn back. So, yeah, I think it's kind of doing all right now.
1: Okay, all right. Not great. It's never going to recover, but yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not dead like it used to be.
1: But, you know, you've got this subset of the population that's fascinated by death, and largely that comes from being fascinated with their own death, you know? Those would be the people who ask me all sorts of questions about my job and just, like, weird details and shit. And then on top of that, you also have, like, these certain subsets of people who just um for whatever reason, get obsessed with characters that they think that they could fix.
0: Oh, yeah, you know? that's, that's a weird phenomenon, too, how, like, a lot of women just become totally in love and enraptured with serial killers. I,
1: I can fix him. I mean, it's even worse now, you know? If you get, like, a mass murderer that's kind of attractive or has, like, the cute mop of curly brown hair, you're fucked, man.
0: Did they sell pe- They sell their, their hair to family. these women. Like, they sell clips their t- toenail and fingernail clipping, their hair, they buy that stuff. <laughs> like what the hell are you still there mal what do you think of that
1: uh, i didn't hear the last bit there i think it's a cross-dresser buying the toenail clippings no it's okay if you're into that i'm just saying it's not a woman buying a fucking statistically speaking highly unlikely yeah <laughs> but no i mean it's just you know we are that in comes and you know yeah most but when... of us hope we die at our sleep some of us want to die in a pipe bomb duel, like myself. And, uh, we definitely don't want to die after having a glass tube smashed inside of our urethra and then getting our jaw caved into the back of our throat with a clog. Mr. Bundy? No, that wasn't Bundy, that was Gacy. Pogo the Clown. See, I don't know, like, even myself, I just, I like hearing about that shit, that's
0: all. I actually just wow. watched a documentary on that kind of stuff, is the Pogo the Clown stuff. So, um, yeah. what is your... Like, what do you, when thinking about serial killers, what are the most fascinating ones to you? Like, some of the ones you could just name offhand.
1: Right, so immediately, uh, my personal favorite, uh, to me, he is the goat. he is the goaded murderer, is uh, Mr. Richard Kuklinski, the Iceman. Uh, To me, he's one of the most fascinating characters in true crime, in part because he kind of went full circle from, he, he did like the opposite of what ed kemper did where he put on like he put on um a reformed face and, and posed for the camera just for show for attention richard kuklinski went full circle from like meek abused child to wow i can i'm capable of killing people and getting away with it, to becoming the most prolific murderer of at least the past <laughs> 100 years it's uh possible that he has not body count in the 300s if he's to be believed we know it's definitely over 50
0: wasn't he a hitman? Um,
1: he was but he could also be argued to be a serial killer because the amount of homeless people he just he would go walking up and down just a, a street uh in, in manhattan and then like he would provoke homeless people and the homeless people would get mad and then he would use that as an excuse to stab them in the chest like, he just, he had this fucking...
0: What the hell, dude?
1: Just, <laughs> he's, he was a pretty, pretty hardcore dude, I guess you could say. Kind of so a he just liked asshole, killing. Wacky, zany guy. Yeah, but it's why he liked killing. The guy, like, you can... When you follow his past, you can see that the guy just grew up with no fucking power. He watched his brother get murdered by his father before his eyes. His dad just kept Yeesh. punching the kid in the back of the head till he died. You know? His dad was like extremely abusive,
0: and Damn, dude. he
1: grew up in tenement housing. What's up?
0: That's messed up.
1: Yeah, it's a kind of hardcore, pretty wacky dude. Uh, you know, and like he just had everything fucking stacked against him. And then one day, after a bully beat him up, he decided that he had enough, and he got a wooden clothes pole and hid in the closet in that bully's house until bully came around the corner he just beat him with it, and then he kept beating he just kept hitting him until the guy wasn't breathing anymore he noticed at the end right (laughs) but the interesting thing about richard kuklinski is like after that one incident where he felt that was how he got power that's that was how he expressed agency in the world he was a deeply broken person i would say that's one person who's probably not Probably had other career options in serial murderer, but that's just kind of where he went. And the funny thing about him is, after all that time, he gets arrested. Right? He gets put mm-hmm. on. Um, he gets put on medications, and you know, his daughter comes to see him in prison every day. And at the end, he almost starts to express a little bit of regret for what he did. He's quoted as saying, "I'd rather be known as the nice man than the the ice man."
0: Yeah, that's weird. So he yeah, kind of like had a change of heart a little photos. bit. What's up? Kind of had a little bit of a change of heart a little bit.
1: Right. Like there's over the course of his particular story, there there are moments where he like slowly begins to chips in the facade, begin to appear, and he has an emotional breakdown. <laughs> Look at Mal. I think he had more of a mask of insanity than a mask of sanity. He, it's like he killed people to confirm his own tough guy self-image so he wouldn't have to face the facts. Yeah, yeah. So there's lots of reasons somebody could wind up that way.
0: He had kind of a twisted psyche.
1: Oh yeah, you got to you know, murder, you know, murder over 200 people for sure. And okay, if we're gonna talk about <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? Okay, so you know people who have favorite serial killers and shit. You know, there's also just the thing about uh, about methods, about how they conducted their business. My favorite thing about Richard Kuklinski was he was a f- professional. And uh, he had, at the height of his career, he had devised uh, just a very simple, probably the best way to kill anybody in history trick. He would mix dimethyl sulfoxide, DMSO. It's something that uh, is medically used to allow any substance to permeate the skin without oh, yeah. damaging
0: it. I know what that is.
1: Yeah. he mixed that up with a little. He'd go on a dance floor, he'd go into a bar and just spill it on somebody. And then he would have it mixed up perfectly to make it look like they just had a fucking
0: random part attack. What a monster! Hey, Mal, what about you? Are you there? I mean, do you yeah. have any? Do you have any specific serial killer that fascinates you?
2: Well, yeah, the Clinton crime family.
0: Oh my god!
1: Yeah, well, those are serial killers. We don't know which one they used.
0: It could have been Kuklinski,
1: In all honesty, <laughs> yeah, it's true.
0: Are you for real? Tea, but do you have like one of the a real real one?
2: Um, as as gross as it sounds, uh, Rob Robert Fish.
0: Oh, oh who's
3: God. that? He's
2: <laughs> like a he's pedoph- bad, like dude. a necro necrophilic, pedophilic uh, serial killer from the early uh, 1900s or late 1800s.
0: Oh yikes! So he's like and- a old school, old school, like H H Holmes kind of.
2: He yeah, was a, a boogeyman, werewolf. Yeah, they called him the gray man, and he he would uh, tempt kids with candy and like, oh, I got toys and stuff. And in a number of his cases, he wrote letters man. back to the parents about oh, how he man.
3: looked <laughs> and
2: what parts of the body he liked a child to eat.
1: More. He fancied the
2: buttocks of the buttocks of a boy, and he said. The way that he cooked a particular one was the best thing he had ever eaten in his
0: whole life. What a sick bastard.
2: Yeah. I mean, he would go Um, as far as to, like, I'm sorry. It's not my favorite, (laughs) but, like, that's, that's like an anime villain.
0: Yeah, dude. That's something out of a nightmare. I'm going to tear you
1: into a thousand pieces. (laughs) All right. The dude was just a fucking, like, an actual. Uh, in the words of one of those motherfuckers from last podcast on the left, a rip-roaring maniac.
0: Yeah, for real. Like the definition I mean, Jack, the definition of Jack, a maniac.
1: Jack the Ripper ain't got shit on that. Like he probably used his bare hands. And the thing is, like, these letters he brought back to the family, it wasn't like he was just describing it. He would personally, personally insult them along the way. And then describe like sex acts he performed and shit.
0: Oh man, he would, that's like, so
1: sadistic. It to be as fucked as possible for the family. Oftentimes he would befriend the family before, uh, before committing his crimes. So they would kind of, you know, so they would trust him. They'd think, oh, he's taking the kid, uh, taking care of him for a few days, or they're going on a hunting trip or some shit. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it was. In a manner of speaking, they did go on a hunting trip.
0: Dude, that is so Mr. dark.
1: Fish,
4: ladies and gentlemen. One thing you can invest in that does not lose value is gold and silver. There is no better place to go for financial security than Goldco. Rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. Get the free 2023 gold IRA kit Americans are using to protect their retirement savings. Get your free 2023 gold IRA kit at goldcogoldkit.com gold co is a leader in the precious metals industry from precious metals ira to direct purchases of precious metal coins and bars we partner with individuals seeking to diversify and safely grow their retirement portfolios allow gold co to make your gold and silver investments easy seamless and secure Our investment is in good hands chuck norris what oh i'm recording $30 off weed with code PODCAST? Did someone say $30 off weed with code PODCAST? Amuse delivers over 500 high-quality cannabis products from the Bay Area brands you love at everyday low prices. You can also rest assured that everything will be up to your high standards. So what are you waiting for? Start shopping now at amuse.com. Use promo code PODCAST to save 30 bucks off your next order. That's amuse.com.
0: Is your brain always hungry? Do you have a mental appetite that often goes unsated? You may be suffering from hungry brain syndrome, a debilitating and sometimes life-threatening condition experienced by humans who require double, sometimes even quadruple, the amount of mental nutrition needed to sustain the general population. But now there's help. For years, our dedicated team of world-class researchers have been developing a thicker, more nutrient-dense podcast specifically for sufferers of hungry brain syndrome. And now we want to share it with you. All you have to do is search for our podcast, The Whole Rabbit, in your podcast player of choice, and select from one of our delicious flavors like Slovenian succubi, Gnosticism, or Ancient Egypt. It's no wonder the whole rabbit is the most recommended treatment for hungry brain syndrome on the market. So what are you waiting for? Try the whole rabbit today. Do not listen while deep sea diving. Side effects may include eating carrots and shooting lasers. So did you know that the FBI has roughly three types of serial killers? The medical killer, the organized killer, which is actually the majority of serial killers, they fall under that. And then the disorganized killer.
1: Oh, uh, this must have changed recently because uh, last I heard, there was the missionary killer. There was oh, yeah. The, um,
0: those are subclasses. killer. Yeah, yep, the power and control, the visionary, the hedonistic. All of those are subclasses of those three oh, types of serial killers.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess, uh, I guess Mr. Fish would have been closer to the disorganized category. Would you say?
0: that's he, like he didn't right.
1: have to be organized
0: well some of them sometimes they're both but um if he just yeah. did it on a whim and he didn't really have it planned then he's the disorganized killer
2: okay, kind so like, of oh, there was a plan he had a method he, he then yeah
0: he's an organized one. killer
1: yeah
2: and
0: then the, if there's a plan he's an organized killer yeah
1: there's really not you don't really hear a whole lot about the disorganized killers i mean I don't know. These days, you'd almost consider them to just be like spree killers for the most part, as school shooters and shit. Yeah, what would be a, be good a mass example? murderer, which is different? That's de- yeah,
0: well, the that's the funny thing ago. about the disorganized killer is they're actually harder to catch than the organized killer.
1: Yeah, there's no motive at all. Exactly. There's no motive. There's no modus operandi.
0: They don't live, leave behind evidence. Well, they do, but it's not connected to anything.
1: Like when, when people get arrested for murder and shit, like to even have viable DNA evidence, they have to know who the fuck's DNA it might be. They always look for close associates, the person who's recently deceased and for the most part that's how you do it. So when a serial killer comes up who just does it for pleasure, who the fuck are they? You know? Unless uh Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, Fortunately, we don't live in China, so they won't search every fucking camera in case you're the kind of guy that maybe likes to take little pills on a DL on a subway, smoke a little crack in the broom closet. You know, he can still live in America. <laughs> it's a free country, but they're never going to catch. Uh, they're never going to catch.
0: What's funny, too, is the disorganized killers, they usually have like a lower intelligence than other killers and mostly kind of keep on the like on the move. Okay.
1: Actually, I, I know of, uh, not by name, but I do know of a couple of these. Because the ones that stay stationary, like they don't know what to do with the bodies, and they tend to just pile up. There's a case in, um jeez, ah, I can't remember. It was somewhere in Cajun country, somewhere between Houston and the end of Louisiana. So good fucking luck finding what I'm talking about. But the uh it's just this older black dude who, who lived in a, a rundown neighborhood. He would lure in prostitutes and murder them. Simple as that. Except he was found when he lured in one prostitute too many and that was part of a fucking police undercover sting and they went inside and you know nobody knew where these women were going or that they were even missing. And they went What what's that fucking horrible smell that's like that kid that never wiped his ass in sixth grade? What is that <laughs> smell? Why does it smell like the Seinfeld car? Oh. It's dead people. And by the way, saying from experience, that's a, that's a smell that dead people can smell like is Seinfeld B.O. car. <laughs> in fact, I didn't know what smell they must have been talking about in that episode until I did that removal.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. The disorganized killers usually have like antisocial behavior. They're the weird ones, you know. They're, they're actually kind of easier. Can't... Go on.
1: They're low-functioning. You yeah. know, like you said, they tend to have a low IQ and even just murder out of pure frustration. Ed Game would be a maybe not. No, Ed Game. No, he was he, was, a, he
0: was organized. Life. Yeah,
1: rather yeah. organized, but he was stupid. He was stupid.
0: Yeah. But their killings are usually just randomly and not really focused on anyone in particular. It's just kind of a wrong place at the wrong time kind of a thing.
1: That's why there's not many like examples that many people tend to think of off the top of their head. It's just not a good story.
0: Yeah, the organized like ones are Sam's usually much more people. interesting.
1: Right. The only thing that made Son of Sam interesting was that he was an incel. Yeah. We could all make fun I,
0: of
2: him. I've also heard that there was multiple killers involved in those cases. It wasn't
0: just one guy. Oh, yeah, time. huh. I've heard that, too. Like, and, a lot of people took credit.
2: That it, it was actually some satanic cult I've heard from some people. And there's some compelling, uh, you know, leads to go down, some rabbit holes to go down if you look into that.
0: Yeah, I've I've read about that. That is interesting.
1: I kind of quit on *Son of Sam* when I was uh, fourteen, and then finally came across the detail that uh, Sam Berkowitz just went like, "Oh yeah," and I uh, made it up that, that shit about the dog that was made up. I was totally bullshit. History Channel has lied to me again. First the mermaids, and now this <laughs> shit.
0: The aliens at night. You know how like the pyramids are spaceships. What the heck, History Channel? Come on. Fucking what's
1: that? Everybody's been talking about ancient apocalypse recently. I gotta check that one out.
0: Yeah, I love that shit. So what do you but, think uh, about like the medical killers though? Those are probably some of the most frightening because they usually they kill for years and years and years.
1: So when you're talking about medical killers, because I haven't heard of that category, we're we talking about like um the quote angels of death, you know, yeah. people who are in medical settings who just dose people. Yeah. Like yeah, um, those-
0: there's a bunch of them, actually, like uh, Michael Swengo. He was a former physician who was involved in like 60 fatal poisonings of both his patients and his colleagues. Wow.
1: Yeah. Poisoning is pretty cool, and you don't hear about that too much anymore. It's also Harold
0: Shipman, Dr. Death. I'm sure that you've heard of him. He killed yes, 218 18 patients. Death. Yeah. This guy was killing from 1972 all the way up until 1999. Oh, no. Yikes. See, what's scary about these guys is they have, the medical killers usually have extremely long years and years and years of killing. They go completely under the radar. Oh, and you'll be interested in why Dr. Death eventually got arrested. He messed up because he, um, like a coroner caught him. He was like, what is all this diamorphine in this lady? Hold
1: up, hang on. Uh,
0: My internet
1: got very fucked. for a second. Diamorphine is really good. Wait, diamorphine is just heroin, right?
0: Yeah, it's like uh, something that puts people under and reduces pain and whatnot. I think, but um, okay. he was I, caught I originally. What got suspicion was a coroner was like because he would always push for for cremations for this specific reasons, obviously. And right. what, wh- how he was caught was originally what like got people suspicious was a coroner who was like, "Why is all this diamorphine in this lady?" Like. Well, <laughs> the
1: uh, fascinating thing about coroners, too, is that oftentimes they're the only people that have the authority and accounting to arrest a sheriff.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that.
1: It's, um, when did this case happen?
0: The doctor death?
1: Yeah. Uh, um. That it, was within the past 20 years, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, he got arrested in 1999. The coroner caught him in 1998. Like, was, what, and then like, that's what began the case that led to his arrest, I believe.
1: Okay. I was just trying to pin it down because uh if it was at some point basically at some point they started sending every unattended death to the coroner for this reason.
0: Yeah, because uh coroners can tell if people are killing people in weird ways that are not normal. Uh, coroner
1: pretty much just does the uh coroner coroner pretty much just does the public facing work. He has a team of people smarter than him to cut the bodies open oh, and okay. actually find out. And then they tell him what to do, and then he goes uh well, I'm the big boy around here. I'll put you in jail, Mister. <laughs> Charles Colan is, is another dope.
0: one. Oh, a guy named Charles Cole. He was a nurse, actually. He was arrested in 2003 and committed to committed to prison for killing, I think, 40 people. Nice. Pretty so these, numbers. yeah, these medical killers are pretty pretty scary because they could be oh. helping like your family members, and who knows, they could be anywhere in any hospital.
1: And consider all the medical
0: malpractice yeah exactly a lot of that could be on purpose not that they'd ever the, admit it
1: one of the most fascinating categories of the medical killers to me are the uh, the angels of death which essentially are, are nurses tend to be like female nurses it could be male literally but it's usually female who are who are not in full on doctor positions people who just administrate doses of drugs or you know maybe f- the IV tree and shit and angels of death similar to say those uh People who get very sexually aroused looking at a, a mildly attractive serial killer, similar to them, they kind of get the savior complex going on. Yeah. Oh, I can fix him. Oh, he's suffering so much. I have to end his pain. And it's really just a narcissistic kind of way to grasp at and control people's lives. Yeah, totally. And insert yourself into their existence. Like a lot of people murder just to feel significant.
0: Yeah, it gives them a sense of power and purpose, right? It can be like even yeah. spiritual for a lot of serial killers.
1: Right. And and then also on top of that, for a second, you just, you completely dominate that person's existence. You're all that exists to them.
0: Yeah, what greater yeah. feeling of power, right? I mean, if you're sick, but still it's a feeling of power they can get, especially if they live pathetic I think, lives.
1: I think it's more important, honestly, uh, in the... And the ingredients that make up a serial killer for them to have narcissistic traits than any other. Yeah, you know, probably. So, so that they think highly of them highly enough of themselves that they are okay with destroying other people.
0: Yeah, and then there's the serial killers that target like um like specific groups of people too. Um, what was his name? Dahmer. Like Dahmer would would uh, only attack gay mm. prostitutes, right? He, if Dahmer
1: was wasn't just prostitutes Dahmer would oh, okay. just lure like he would lure essentially young boys like by modern standards we could call Dahmer a, uh, a child sexual predator
0: except he but, like murdered them in horrifying ways and ate their face
1: yeah and the thing is half the time he murdered them on accident he was trying to make them for a while he was very interested in trying to make like perfectly obedient a sex slave Like a zombie, type guy. yeah.
0: He poured yeah, acid in people's he
1: ears. He didn't want them to leave.
0: He just wanted a friend.
2: So Pretty much. He might, he might classify as like a one of the disorganized. I, I feel like he's arguably a case
1: for like a mentally ill individual. Right, he, was, he got most organized after he got rid of the bodies when he decided to... Like the manner in which he disposed of them was organized, but he would pick just anybody he was attracted to, you know. And he didn't pour the gut acid in the guy's ear, he actually put a hole in his fucking head oh, first. Oh, my bad. He actually slowly ate it. This 14 year old boy's frontal lobe. The cops didn't uh, intervene when they came on scene just because uh, he oh, saw Oh, yeah, I remember day. that now. They, they didn't want to deal on. with any faggot shit.
0: Yeah, I, I remember that now. That's so messed up, dude. Like, they even, he even got to the police, and the police were like, hey, is this, this guy with you? And Dahmer was like, yeah, bring him back in. So he escaped and got propped back. So and it dark. wouldn't have
1: mattered if he escaped anyway, because, uh, well, it's only a matter of time for that brain goes, man.
0: Yeah, after you got acid poured in it.
1: But, um, yeah, he was just like, the dude's fucking theme song was weird science. He's an asshole. I hate him go Born. And then go. there
0: is the the handcuffed man, Robert Lee My Bennett. Life. Have you heard of him? Robert Lee who? Robert Lee Bennett.
1: No, I haven't. Actually, before we go on to him, I just want to say something, too. Go on. Uh, Man, I, di- I didn't understand how, like, disgusting and repulsive the act of necrophilia was until I stood in a cooler full of dead people and, like, Holy shit. Uh, not, not listeners, even he's not hes not like,
0: like a crazy killer freak guy. He actually has a job as a, this kind of a thing. Explain your job real quick.
1: Yeah, so for a while, I was a body removal man. I would go into people's houses, and uh, sad people's houses usually, and take the person that just died and made him sad and take him to the funeral home where they would soon be extorted by uh, funeral professionals. Who want to sell them a two thousand dollar casket that costs two hundred for for us. But uh yeah, I see a lot of I saw a lot of dead people for a while. I kind of wish I was still doing it. But um uh, f- yeah, so uh I just there there is nothing in this world as disgusting as a dead human body, specifically human. We're very wet animals, kind of like sea creatures. Like, like imagine if you just uh for- you get out
0: there. Dingus. Dr. Dingus, you there? Mal, are you there? I'm here. We lost Dr. Oh. Dingus. Oh, there he is.
2: Oh. We got him back and then he's gone.
0: So, well, the, the messed up thing about Robert Lee Bennett, he's called the handcuff man, he would specifically target male prostitutes and he would light their junk on fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my internet's fucked up.
0: Yeah, you you cut off for a sec, but good to have you back.
1: I know. Yeah, just don't fuck corpses. They're very disgusting. they oh are like sea creatures. If if we we are really the worst, most gross corpse of all land animals, in my opinion. If you if you were to throw a sea anemone on a sidewalk on top of a piece of chewed gum, that's what it would be like. It makes sound like this.
0: You are such a character, Dr. Dingus.
1: Yeah. Don't <laughs> fuck dead people. They stink oh really, really bad.
0: I can imagine. Yeah. Did you hear what I said about the handcuff man?
1: Yeah, I did hear what you said about the handcuff man. I just wanted to get my anti-necrophilia <laughs> speech
0: in. Don't do it. I think that's something we can all agree on.
1: <laughs> you are a oh gross God. motherfucker if you didn't.
0: Yeah. So the, the handcuff man, he would uh, lure male prostitutes into his car or whatever and he would uh, offer he would say like hey I'm doing an experiment for the government we need to see how much alcohol you can drink and he would like roofie them he would trick them into like he would get he would get them to drink alcohol somehow and he would roofie them and then he would like take them out into a field or something and light their junk on fire like pour gasoline on it and light them on fire well, Jesus Christ
2: it's, it's not hard to convince a bro to drink with you just saying
1: yeah I was just I, I thought that he specifically used the government experiment to see how much you can drink wine and anybody who falls for that deserves what happens next
0: well they were prostitutes and he was like technically hiring them for a job uh, that's true you know a lot of people think that it's only female prostitutes who are because I mean so many serial cur- killers they target prostitutes because if you do messed up stuff to them and they survive or whatever if they go to the cops, it doesn't mean anything. Because even if they do yeah, report it to the cops, they're not going to show up for the trial stuff.
1: No, it's like a lot of them used to prey on gay people because the cops didn't touch the gay shit.
0: Well, they'll be arrested you know, for doing do illegal shit, prostitution. Yeah. Like it's like a, they're they're damned if they do and damned if they don't kind of a thing. And a lot of people know that female prostitutes are targeted, but they don't know that male prostitutes are targeted just as much. And this is it's really just, messed up. Like what he would do to guys.
1: I kind of think it on, on it, these terms. Like, um, there are, of course, like the reasons that we typically think of uh, that anybody would pick a, a female prostitute over a male prostitute, including just our proclivity not to think about the gay shit. But uh, the thing is, like, like you could you could draw a comparison between the serial killers' chosen victims and say the shit that happens to child molesters in prison. It's not just because people are morally against their crime; it's because nobody will defend them. Yeah, which makes them really easy to take your fucking frustrations. They're out easy of targets. That's all it boils down to.
0: Yeah, it's pretty sad.
1: Yeah, it's like orphans.
0: But the thing is about the the handcuff man that you'll find psychologically interesting is that he was impotent.
1: Love me some orphans. Oh. Damn, impotent.
0: Yeah, so think about it psychologically. He would light dudes' junk on fire and, and like kill them. A lot of them survived actually, but um, oh. why would he do this? He was impotent. He didn't have a dick. Yeah, he couldn't do anything he wanted to do, and it like drove him so psycho that he would like other guys' junk on fire and kill them.
1: Okay, uh, he he at least could have tried like urethral sounding, or
0: this is back in the seventies. They probably could have fixed him nowadays.
1: Well, who knows? Yeah, he's just, that guy was a real dick.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> you have what I can't have, so I'm going to make you suffer horrifically and then kill you. Like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> that's just, that's
1: like, it's almost colorful, you know? I wonder if he ever experimented with the fire, like he put different substances on oh, the I'm dick. Oh, I'm sure he or, did. Uh, yeah. I wonder if he would put, um. And the thing is, there were specifically sex workers, too. Yeah. That's the thing. That
0: was all he targeted.
1: That can't just be because of vulnerability. It has to be because they were sexually active on top of. It. He wasn't sexually active. They were gay.
0: Yeah, he wasn't though. He couldn't be if, even if he wanted to.
1: Right. I'm just saying that that must have been part of the attraction. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of ways you can really spice that up too. You can put some copper salts on there and oh my have them lose their dick to a green fire. That's pretty cool. Green. My fire. listeners
0: are not used to somebody like you, but I'm sure they'll find you entertaining. Yeah, in a I, good way, I'm. I'm being like positive.
1: You said you wanted to wing it, man. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Like, no, I like it because like, like I'm usually very up.
0: sanitized, so it's good to have somebody like come in here and just fucking throw gears in the wrench and shit.
1: Talk about a flaming homosexual. <laughs> um. So you're talking about Randy Kraft? <laughs> Randy Kraft?
2: Is that who you're talking?
0: About? No, I was talking about the the handcuff killer. Oh. The handcuff man. Sorry, Robert Lee Bennett.
2: Oh, okay. No, because I, I just remembered this other dude <laughs> would shove would shove shit up dudes' ass after he drugged them, and some of them died.
0: Oh, is he a serial killer?
1: Yeah, I
0: haven't heard of him.
1: On accident or on purpose? On purpose. He would drug them, he'd pick them up off the highway, and then. Okay, I, the way you said it, I thought they died as a result of having something shoved up their ass. It's a horrible way to out. die. No, he'd bludgeon them. He'd he'd, he'd like he'd rape uh, them. And bludgeoning is the worst. Kill them. Some of them died from
2: overdoses, I guess. He'd make them unconscious, and then he'd he'd do stuff to them.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, Mal, what classification of serial killer do you think is the most interesting?
2: I don't even know the classifications, but... Oh, there's the um, the medical? The the medical
0: one, I I do find interesting. Organized and disorganized. And then there's subcategories in there. uh, Power and control, visionary, mission, hedonistic, artistic uh i think there's more too but i don't know
1: god artistic killer the artistic is like the one most-
2: i get <laughs> i get that one the most but uh, to answer your question i think the medical one is the most interesting to me because you learn medical practice to help people so you kind of make a a vow that you're going to use your skills to mend bodies yeah the hippocratic you oath contra- you 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 contradict that in in, in a different art form of murder and you're breaking rules or you're breaking your own contract. But, um, I find that like psychologically the most interesting.
0: Yeah. And also their kill counts are really high. Usually. Yeah. It's the one you're probably most likely to get killed by. Yeah. And they, and they kill for years and years and years. Whereas most kill, I think most serial killers, I can't remember. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they only have like a a spree of like four years on average.
1: Up Mr. kuklinski he made it yeah. for like thirty f- years.
0: There's always exceptions. Just the
1: average. I was
2: gonna, I was gonna say some of my favorite serial killers in the modern day
1: are probably some of those cartel dudes. Yeah, yeah, the cartel some dudes r- are fucking crazy. Oh yeah, he was
0: talking That's- about the Iceman Man earlier, which was a hitman who was a serial killer.
1: He was a mafia hitman, but the cartel dudes. uh I can't the dudes remember. With the right chainsaws. Off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The Scarface I can't, stuff.
1: can't remember the guy right off the top of my head. But he was famous for wearing a white suit. He was, uh, he was born being raised by in Palo Mayombe, which is a uh, sort of uh, it's a it's a Cuban Caribbean fusion uh, religion with uh, African and indigenous African religion. I think literally called Moyambe, which meant stick.
0: Is that the one and, that's and like a kind of, mixture of Catholicism in it? That,
1: and they like kill that's chickens potentially that's potentially a lot
0: yeah i can't remember the specific name i know i, I think i know but what you're talking about though
1: the the essential and important thing to note here is that he was uh chosen and trained by a priest in this in this school from a young age until he became old enough and uh well-versed enough according to this priest to be kind of inducted into this magical tradition and make what was called an ngunga and ngunga is a iron cauldron that is just a pot that is filled with fucking and rot and, and evil and death and you fill it up with a bunch of dead shit the more potent and disgusting the odor of your gunga the stronger it is and you fill it up with uh bones for hands Uh-oh. into the
0: spiritual world oh, you cut world, out for a know? second there you're back though never mind
1: what was the last thing I said?
0: You came when you came back, you're all you were like it was a thing into the spiritual world. Like it was only a moment.
1: But you know, they you would give them um uh, you give them stuff the pot full of sticks on top of all this rot and, and just nastiness, you know, so that it may communicate. In their religion, they saw these sticks as a sort of um I don't know, you could also see them as an astral astral neurons. Hmm. And uh fucking essentially the guy started a, a, little, a little cult and got involved in cartel business at the same time and do the, uh, do the kills for him. And he just murdered people and beat them to the fucking and gun.
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, he would. Everything f- went to shit when the, uh, the cops kicked it over, though. He threw
0: them into it?
1: No, no, no. He killed them first. And then, and then the he suit. put them in there to feed the ghost. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, fucking radical. He had a it's, white it's almost, suit and it never got dirty. It sounds almost like a witch bottle. You just throw oh, it like this a witch bottle, concoction at some opponent. and It's like you're, are fucked. It's just, you know, it's it's just some old witchcraft, man.
0: Yeah, that's some voodoo also, stuff. Well,
1: I'm sorry, these cartel killers are cool, man. There's uh, there's <laughs> a recent case of El Pozolero. I can't say it right, but
0: what's that case?
1: Well, he was the Pozole man. He
0: made soup. Oh, that sounds and, gross. Uh,
1: well, you, do, do you remember when I was talking about the ideal method to dispose of a body being warm water and lye? Yeah. That's what he did. And he dissolved like literally thousands, possibly tens of thousands of cartel victims into the pozole, into his lye and water mixture. And that was just what he was famous for. He'd dissolve them and then just dump the dump the shit somewhere and crush out the bones and put them in a the garden.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: He was really, he's not a serial killer, but he's, you know, he was on my end of the business, which makes me like him a lot.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the thing about the the gangs, and the cartel, you know, we know that there's like a whole operation on removal, on, okay, well, these bodies are going to go out onto the bridge so we can show them to the public. Uh, We're going to send these hands to the U.S. Um, You know, it's like like body shops of them shipping out. Like, what do we want people on the outside to think of us? And then they got, like, real assholes in the dungeon probably getting, getting their eyeballs peeled off, you know. It's, it's some creative networking, I, I think, in, in the killing realm That's oh,
0: totally. we haven't seen
1: since the Inquisition.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, just like it's money laundering, you've got body laundering. Oh, man. And then you got buyers, probably. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, dude, dude, we are talking about... I I got excited. We were talking about the fucking coroner's case earlier. How how that's the only way they found Doctor Death, Mister Death. Mm-hmm. Fucking coroners get involved in some seriously sketchy shit. Sometimes they own their own every coroner's case to their business or to their business partner's business. But um, man, there is like a real legitimate market for body parts medical skeletons just you know just straight fucking organs and tissues and shit if you ever go to a place that's marked as a quote cremation a donor service it's a donor service because they'll bury you cheaply or they'll hold a funeral for you cheaply if they let you have certain parts of your body to sell for medical research some places don't tell you this and just fill up the urn with whatever fucking ashes they can find as they dispose of the body oh wow in the most economical fashion
0: that's messed up.
1: Yeah, dude, funeral, the funeral industry has a lot of crime in it.
0: I have never heard any of it. That's crazy.
1: It happened close to you. In California, it was one of the most famous cases. Don't I tell people where I live.
0: No, I'm just kidding. They know.
1: Well, it's not where you live. <laughs> it's where you die. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, hey, Mal. Learn to swim, assholes.
0: So you think that the medical killer is the most interesting. What do you, which one do you find the most terrifying, though, out of the three?
2: terrifying and my favorite would be the artist
0: so that would probably that'd be an organized killer then i think
2: sure i hate the artist i mean whichever one just sees it as like you being alive isn't pretty you being dead is beautiful and then going from there as the canvas i think that's like arguably like maybe they're doing something right
0: (laughs) you know who hh holmes is right he thought of himself as an artist killer
1: Who's an I asshole? Don't, I don't know who. H-H-, he H.H. Holmes designed that whole fucking death hotel. You've definitely heard of it before. It had all the hidden rooms. It had gas chambers built into the hotel rooms. It had uh, little trap doors and shit. You could pull people into walls See, and murder That's like Dungeons and Dragons. So, yeah, yeah it was, dude. Cool. That is, that's... I guess, artistic. He was an architect.
0: He had like a chute that would just take bodies down to a furnace. <laughs> like Willy Wonka. Yeah, it was like Willy Wonka. It was like a Home Alone house, but like...
2: I just pulled up his wiki, and they're saying, like, he's he said he was possessed by... He said himself he was possessed by Satan.
0: Yeah, he said that he he's... had the devil in him. <laughs> you're
1: not possessed by Satan. You're just acting alongside him.
0: Yeah, that guy's a trip you man. You know,
1: you're being him yourself. Satan doesn't possess anybody. He just makes you like him.
0: I think that... Uh, they made, like, a show on him. I can't remember. American Horror Story.
1: They made I, a few shows on him.
0: No, like, uh, one of the seasons was on him, but I didn't watch it. I kind of lost interest in that show.
1: I only liked the, uh, I only liked fucking the season that happened in Louisiana. Yeah, the, the,
0: the, the early ones are pretty good, but then it, dro- it just drops off. The whole quality, especially, specifically, the writing quality, just whoop, off a cliff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, wasn't there even a season that was just, like, totally a rehash of everything that had come before it? I think, yeah,
0: Apocalypse is the season I've seen people talk about it before. Um, I hated it. I I never saw it. They said that it, like, jumped the shark, I guess.
1: You know who else jumped the shark? Who? Like, now I have to think of a serial killer that did something dumb enough to fill this in. Shit.
0: There are some. uh, (laughs) You didn't think far enough ahead.
4: there. Thanks for listening to Cryptic Chronicles. The show is sponsored by Blueberry, and if you're interested in starting your own podcast, use our link. We'll even give your podcast a shout out. Go to crypticchroniclespodcast.com and click on the Blueberry link on the homepage. By doing so, you'll be helping the show. Blueberry is optimized for iTunes as well as all podcast hubs. You won't have to worry about expensive contracts or fees. In fact, you won't have to leave your own website. You'll have your own RSS feed and no third-party sites. Try it for a month free by going through Cryptic Chronicles. Also, if you're a fan of Cryptic content, please support the show on Patreon. By giving just $1 a month, you can really assist us in posting more content frequently. You'll also have access to bonus ad free episodes of the show and the Discord channel. To keep up with all Cryptic Chronicles content, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and of course Facebook. Give the Facebook page a like and join the Cryptic Chronicles group. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for supporting the show. But most of all, Thanks for, we'll 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 for listening.
0: What about uh, the killers that are so... Well, they're frightening because they get away with it for so long. Because they seem so unassuming. Like uh, Bruce George Peter Lee. Yes, his name is Bruce Lee. He was a British serial killer. He was a British serial killer. He was an arsonist. Um, He was born with like an IQ of 80 and he had physical deformities. Like one of his hands was messed up and stuff. So the guy was just, he was special. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, he was touched.
0: I don't remember exactly how many people he killed, but there was a lot of them. And how he would do it is he would break a window or he would pour and pour gasoline in it or some kind of flammable substance. Or he'd pour a flammable substance inside their mailbox at night and he'd light him on fire, like just light the house on fire. And he'd stay there and watch. And nobody ever suspected him for years.
1: Now, see, this is why I'm a proponent of the flamethrower, because it never takes a lot of fire to really fuck anything up, you know? I mean, this guy was a total fucking moron. Like you said, he had an IQ of eighty. He couldn't get into the military.
0: Yeah, he was like he was special. He uh, um the reason that the investigator said that he did have a supreme animal cunning though, like he was very cunning. That's
1: an odd distinction to make. Yeah, an animal cunning versus a literal IQ score. I wonder what that would even
0: imply. Um, he was just he got away with it for so long, and he. He made it seem like it was an arson. He made it always seem like it was n- like a natural thing. And he did something like, later on that a lot of serial killers do where they get kind of sloppy, like they have some kind of un- unconscious desire to get caught or something. You know what I mean? Right. That's the only the reason he Richard, got caught.
1: The way Richard was caught was he
0: Well, they want their, their deeds to be known. In years you of know?
1: expertly disposing of his bodies, he eventually fired, chopped somebody up chopped up the pharmacist <laughs> that sold him cyanide put him in a put him in a barrel and just sat in the barrel outside of his favorite sandwich shop like you were saying Sometimes earlier about the narcissism yeah like they just they start to think they're the shit
0: well they want their yeah. deeds to be known by everybody
1: well you, you know they somebody they just never get caught somebody who got in the military and
2: I I think is my favorite serial killer is Christopher and Dorner knew it too long. sorry is who? Christopher Dorner
0: explain this christopher dorner
2: oh man he was like former military turned into a cop and then he started complaining about all the racism in, in the police force and he went out on the street and killed a bunch of cops for like a whole week
0: he's a serial killer of cops a cop that's a serial <laughs> killer of cops that's... and then he held <gasps> why up isn't in, that a movie bear.
2: he held up in big bear inside some shack somewhere and they fucking firebombed him and his body was
1: incinerated. Dude, that's why I'm saying, man, if if the shit ever hits the fan, all we need for the insurgency is flamethrowers. They are not prepared for
0: fire. Do you know what his kill count was by any chance? He ignites when it dries out. One sec. No rush.
2: Yeah. He killed five, injured six (laughs) officers. He's a killer. Yeah. He he was in the military. He joined... uh, I think he joined the LAPD. Yeah. And then there was all kinds of like accounts of him complaining about how they were treating him because he was black and how they were treating, you know, detainees when was in, a racist, in a racist manner. And like nobody did anything about it. So he, he wrote a manifesto.
1: And, oh God. They all have a fucking manifesto.
2: Yeah. And he said, uh, that he was like under unconventional and asymistic warfare, so he went into action. <laughs> He's a missionary killer, something like that. He's like a subcategory, I guess, because he definitely a
0: justice went out killer. Command,
2: and he knew he knew how to he knew how to do this stuff. Like he was a trained, and he knew how to get get away from these crime scenes without causing a high speed pursuit. And like he knew he how was, smart, man, that's the most dangerous so.
0: kind. <laughs> I mean, think about if like an FBI agent became a serial killer or something, or like a CIA agent. Like, that's scary.
1: I mean, it probably already happened. Like, even, okay, that shit with uh, Chris Chan that happened a while back. Oh, you God. You know, Chris Chan or Christian Weston Chan. Yes. He, uh, he's a big Sonic fan. He made a character called Sonic He's very famous on the internet for being very, very dumb all the time. And he's, uh, he's sick in the head. Anyway, he, uh, he, he diddled his mom got arrested and the lady who convinced him to do this to, to do this act uh, had parents in the CIA and after about a month they they could they uh, they committed a pretty decent cover up operation you can't find her anywhere on the internet anymore and any video that is like alludes to uh, say the the one where she microwaved the hamster until it pop. uh if you look for that, you're just gonna find a bunch of videos that like barely match its description. It's buried down in there now, so like
0: those bastards. Yeah, they can
1: totally just uh, just make any problem go away. Yeah, right.
0: so that You think, you think that Mal, you specifically, do you Even think that there have been not- these FBI investigators or CIA people who have been serial killers, but they just cover it up?
2: Well, I mean, the thing about a serial killer is that they could probably be a really great soldier. You know, if you. Put a serial killer oh, in yeah. the right environment for their country.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Do it for your country.
2: There might be some killing machines amongst us, and we just don't know. Well, it. if you're
0: already a sociopath, you're you're going to be a good soldier.
2: Probably right. Yeah. Um, you just need to be shaped.
0: Not necessarily <laughs> a psychopath, because that could cause issues in the military. But a sociopath, absolutely.
1: Yeah, you just need your target, yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna zero in just fine naturally. Mm-hmm. So. I think you have so you might have sociopath and psychopath uh, backwards because sociopaths tend to uh, they tend to be seen as the angry, more impulsive ones, and psychopaths tend to be seen as those who uh, who develop a persona and an entire life around hiding their sociopath tendencies.
0: Have you ever read the Science of Evil? It's a book that goes all into this kinds of stuff, and it's What's the science. Well, it says that actually, like, one of the main signs of a sociopath is charisma. And I know that sounds ridiculous because, you know, not all charismatic people are sociopaths, but the majority right. of sociopaths are charismatic.
1: Well, no, it's a dark triad trait. Like, people who function well with antisocial personality disorder, yeah. well enough to deserve a name, need a, you know, need to be a little bit funny or friendly or something, you know, seen that way. Glib and superficial.
0: Like look at As say. look at clowny boy Gacy. He was one of the most like friendly, charismatic people anyone knew in their in their right. community. Don't just was... talk
1: about my friend. Don't <laughs> talk about clowny boy Gacy. Exactly. But that guy was a
0: sick bastard who would rape boys and bury them under his house.
1: Yeah. Very
0: couple of How many sick did he kill? Like thirty, that, right? Maybe?
1: Gacy was the one who would smash glass tubes in their urethra. He also had accomplices sometimes. Gacy like leans. So, I'm, I'm sorry, it's, it's fascinating because he leaned so hard into the fucking clown thing that he would he would kidnap kids who worked at his own contracting yeah. company. Nobody just fucking investigated him.
0: That he kidnapped story's them so with dark, quote, and
1: pressing. Quote, he kidnapped them with the quote unquote rope trick. He was so much of a fucking clown that he had a magic trick that he cat- caught these people with. There yeah, his M.O. was he would trick them to handcuff
0: eyes. themselves. Totally. That was what he did with almost all his victims is he would trick them into putting themselves in some kind of bondage.
1: I mean, look, I get it. It was a different time, but also like, uh, here, put this gun to your head. Here, put this scalpel well, on your Well, how charismatic do you got to be hand? to
0: get somebody to do that to themselves, right? Like, you got to be pretty charismatic.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you got to pick the right fucking person,
0: yeah, well, he would I mean he, he would kill his own employees, dude. Like he would purposely yeah. hire teenage boys and kill them.
1: He was also uh, he was also like the chairman of uh, uh, he had some kind of position in the Democratic yeah. Party.
0: oh, no, he was trying election. to. what he had was he was a part of the jCs, which was like a community thing. um and it had connections to the Democrat party. And he was trying okay. to get in good because he did want to go into politics um what what kind of ruined that for him was when he was hired to clean the dnc office or whatever in the area that he was in in um chicago right he's in chicago uh, outside
2: of chicago yeah. yeah
0: um he was trying to seduce the kids during it and he got caught and that kind of ruined his political career yeah Back then, you could go to jail for sodomy. There queers
1: in the Democratic Party.
0: You have to remember that back then, people would go to jail for sodomy.
1: No, yeah. The last sodomy case was in 2003.
0: Which is insane to think about, right? It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that long ago.
1: No,
2: yeah, it's one not. Of, one of Gacy's charges officially is sodomy. Multiple counts of sodomy.
0: Yeah, he went to prison for it, but he didn't, he didn't serve all his time because he got off for good behavior way early. But yeah, that was his first prison sentence, I believe. Yeah. So, do you guys know of any of the top five serial killers with the highest kill count?
1: I thought Richie Kuklinski would be one of them, but if it's not that, I need to hear it. I mean, Ted Bundy has gotta be in there, but I don't know. Yes, kill count is something I never particularly kept tabs
0: on. Yeah, because it's kind of more how things went down in the story behind it that I personally find more interesting. Uh, Yeah, yeah.
1: When it comes down to kill count,
0: yeah, there's actually, none of them are Americans. I need some
1: romance, you know?
0: Yeah, but not one of the serial killers with the highest kill counts. None of them are Americans.
1: Are more than one of them the same nationality, and did they have a similar skull sheet?
0: Most of them are from South America. Ah. So we got Louis Garavito, who is number one, who has 300-plus kills. He was Whoa. known as Louis Alfredo Garavito, the Beast.
3: The
1: Beast. Mm-hmm. And he murdered
0: boys in the nineties. No, it's
1: not very beastly of him.
0: Oh, when you see the the details behind it, it gets pretty grisly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go into details. It's messed up. What and then the f-
1: do you mean you don't want to go into details? <laughs> I would look it he up. Would, and go he would. He would. He
0: would rape, murder, torture boys.
1: You do you anything creative? Do they do it creatively? Or did it just kind of like you know?
0: Honestly, run the it's probably pretty creative and disturbing. He thought that he would oh. own their souls after he killed them, and he and that no, he could like a daughter. He could absorb their souls to become like a superior being. Like the guy was crazy. <laughs> he thought that he could eat their souls, basically. bones of iron. Yeah, he he thought that he was uh, Shang Tsung Come or something for from Mortal Kombat. AM. Yeah, your soul is
1: mine. <laughs> I'm. Was- I'm sorry. So for those of you who aren't in the know, uh, there was uh, there, there's this guy that Mal- Malachor and I know of. He joined a chat once after begging to and claimed that he was uh, a fella named Bifrons. If you know, you know. And uh, he started playing arpeggios very quickly on a keyboard and basically telling us his school shooter plans for when he turns 110 and becomes a magical uh, vampire beast. And he's going to have bones like iron. And he's going to come through your door at 3 a.m. And according to him, you had it coming.
0: Is that something that really happened to you guys?
1: I Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if we still have a recording of it or not, but yes.
0: Wow. Okay, so yeah, that guy, they probably got some similarities then, huh?
1: He's the beast. The beast is a vampire.
0: Good the God. beast is a vampire. Okay, and number two is Pedro Lopez. With 110 confirmed kills, but people suspect that it's much higher. Okay, he's from—he's yeah. called the Monster from the Andes. Is his serial killer name?
1: Wow, from the Andes, we can't have two beasts. We can't have two beasts going around. What's his name again? Pedro.
0: His name is Pedro Alonso Lopez, from Santa Isabel, Colombia. Some people say he killed British? up to 400, but there's only 110 confirmed most likely it's it's uh somewhere in the middle so he's probably killed around like 250 to 300 is what most is people he one think. of
1: those that uh that may be exaggerating his kill count
0: no cuz he wouldn't really admit to it what he would do he didn't care oh, about okay. that so people think that he killed more than well, what, like, I find what he was funnier for
1: is right next to all these pictures of the 74 year old murderer is apparently a like like a middle-aged man who has an important role in FIFA and he looks very happy. <laughs> and that's the first picture that comes up.
0: Is it? You looked it up?
1: Yeah, I looked it up because I wanted to see what he did.
0: Yeah, he's a sadistic. yeah, uh, uh, I don't want to get into detail. Yes. yes. Sadly, like the majority of these people in the top five are that.
1: Oh, and he's and he, uh, vehicle theft conviction. Yeah.
0: The next one. I, think, I don't
1: understand why people ever can't just like kill somebody. We don't have to
0: fucking before we kill them. <laughs> yes. Who knows, man? Animals and humans, we got a lot in common. And the third one is. Animals
1: tend to kill without fucking.
0: Yeah, but they can be pretty sadistic. You ever seen a cat kill a mouse, dude? They, they elongate oh, that yeah. as long as possible. And then oh, you yeah, see you like see. insects killing other insects. They'll eat the feet first, all the way up. They'll eat like the most cool. unlethal parts first so that they eat the thing wow. alive. Like,
1: yeah, so yeah, you, know, you get the blood is still alive and you drink <laughs> it. You gotta get some of that spirit juice in there. What
0: a world, yeah, the spirit juice. Okay, I let, mean the Timothy third one, let me go well, to the third one. Okay, the third one All is right. Oh, you're fine. Daniel Cambaro wait, Daniel Camargo Barbosa. Seventy two confirmed kills, possible one hundred and fifty. And his serial killer name is the Sadist of wait, I don't know how to say this. The Sadist of Chanquito.
1: God, you're going too fast for me to see these people's terrible crimes. God damn it. Another
0: Camargo Barbosa. Criminal penalty. 25-year
1: sentence. 16-year sentence.
0: He liked to use a machete, but he also liked to it and use a knife.
1: I would rather be strangled than have the machete. Machetes are fucking brutal. You know, I wonder if it's still around, but you used to be able to look up videos of machete oh on YouTube. Oh, my God.
0: I remember that those shit. days. Oh God! So guess yeah. what Barbados preyed on, or Barbosa? I mean, young girls. Yeah, I it's told you these guys are fuckers. Okay, the fourth one is going to be interesting because it's going to remind you of a TV show that was kind of popular back in the day, Dexter. Remember Dexter?
1: Wow. Well, yeah, back in the day.
0: So this guy Pedro Rodriguez Filho only killed other serial killers. Hmm. And there his, were enough serial killers. Yeah. And his uh, there's a lot, dude, especially in South South America. And his, his yeah. like his serial killer name was Killer PD or Pedrino Matador. This guy Pedrino. was born into a world of violence. But what's fascinating about him is he didn't kill innocent people. So he yeah he's on <laughs> his the His
1: eyes top. are very far apart. I'm sorry, that's my looks one like a boxer. analysis of this man.
0: He looks pretty rough. But yeah, he's cool because he killed yeah. other killers. And then in prison, when people would get sent to prison and if like uh, a killer or a, a, like uh, somebody with a big kill count like him, he would kill them, specifically like pedophile child murderers and stuff like that, serial killers.
1: Did he do it to prove his dominance or uh, he do it? He just to... likes
0: killing evil people. He's still alive, I believe.
1: No, yeah. no, okay. he, is, uh, he is deceased. He oh, was is
0: shot. he? Oh, no. Poor guy. That guy is probably one of the coolest serial killers, huh?
1: Yeah, it just it makes me wonder how fucked up his uh, his murders themselves were.
0: At oh, about he just died. what the fuck? F- 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 yeah, no, March
1: fifth, twenty twenty three. Rodriguez was shot and killed by two men firing from a car in Mogi uh Mogi das Cruzes. I can't roll an R. Fuck you. Who then <laughs> fled in another car? No suspects have been arrested. He had a Reformation and YouTube career. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know any of that. Since his second release from prison in 2018, after announcing himself to be retired from his self-declared vigilantism as a youth and officially committed to not commit any more crimes, Rodriguez became a YouTuber, maintaining a YouTube channel named (laughs) Pedrino X Matador, commenting on modern crimes, campaigning against gang violence, and teaching the public not to be proud proud of criminal acts. God.
0: That's fascinating. Yeah, he's a cool guy. That's cooler than That's cooler than OJ's Instagram. All right, and the final one that with the highest kill count is Kampatimar Shankaria. 70 confirmed kills. He's from India.
1: Uh, I've heard about.
0: I believe him. he used a hammer, right?
1: I don't I don't remember. It's been a minute. Yeah. You got to look it up, man. You got to describe what he did. Prolific Indian serial killer. Here we go. This has to be interesting. You know, you never know how exotic the people on the he other side... He was a disorganized killer.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Those people over there.
0: I think he's the only disorganized killer on this list.
1: Was he also known as Cyanide Mohawk?
0: Uh, let me see. I did no, not write good. down his... He's the only one I didn't write down his serial killer name. Do you know
1: ah, what? Kill, I, I need to know. <laughs> I... Did he, did he lop off people's limbs with a chakram? Did he, uh, yeah, he's the he most mysterious. Knives to give him a taint, a second taint, a third taint, fourth taint.
0: He's the most mysterious out of all of them. Oh,
1: so we don't know how he kills
0: us. Yeah. He
1: probably has a black, a second ring oh, in the back of his throat. I looked it with up. He's, he, he would bludgeon
0: people on their neck with, with a hammer.
1: Oh, oh nice. F-
0: neck. Yeah, he would kill people by hitting them in the neck with a hammer.
1: That's Bro, it reminds angel. me of that guy I saw with his jaw caved into the back of his throat. He made the morticians oh. throw up.
0: Yikes! Yeah, but and he was—he would just kill whoever, wrong place at the wrong time. Disorganized killer. Yeah.
1: Did he at least tell them, "Give me your lunch money first? Did he at least have the courtesy to give him a,
0: "Give me your lunch money"? Before See, the you, thing you is, know, is, is that this guy's from India, throat. and India do—they don't share this type of information with people outside of India.
1: Oh, okay, but they still speak English? Like that phrase, give me your lunch money is around, though? Like <laughs> He could have he thrown that out there.
0: I don't know. That if There's more to this story, but we just don't have it because the Indian government does not share that information with outsiders. You know he, should,
1: he doesn't count. He, and did, he didn't get to count. The
0: other interesting thing about this guy, this hammer killer, is he only killed for a year. Oh, he's almost
1: like a spree killer. Then.
0: He killed all those people in the span of a year. That's some dedication and hard work.
1: Now, You know, a hammer really makes things quick. I don't know about hard work, but definitely some dedication. Did he hit him in the front of the neck or the back? Did he like you mean specify. like punch in their
0: throat? Hold on, let me look a little bit closer.
1: I always figured it'd be one of the most f- up things you could do to somebody and hit him in the throat with a club
0: or the teeth. I mean, I'm sure I could find it if cool. I looked deeper into it on other websites, but it just says hit him in the neck with a hammer here. Wow. Bludgeon them with a hammer in their neck, so it could be anywhere on their neck. He, I
1: wonder if he had any like a specific kind of neck that he liked to bludgeon. You know, like if I would look out, see those people out that they're like really lanky with an abnormally long f- neck. You know, because they don't have any trapezius muscles, they don't have any deltoids. I would, I would hit that neck because that would be a very like it'd be a very bendy, floppity neck to hit. Kind of like a definitely a
0: unique murderer tool, like a favorite murder tool to use what a hammer yeah oh
1: no man a hammer is the most common uh murder weapon in the united states
0: really it's not like a knife yeah. or something nah no,
1: man A hammer just makes it it's i'm of the opinion that it would be easier to kill somebody with a hammer than with a knife even and potentially quicker you know and the thing is like wherever you hit somebody with a hammer you're gonna break something so he mostly
0: just ambush people is how he killed people. What a dick! That's not even—he's just a chimpanzee. Yeah, he would just pop out and hit you in the neck with a hammer.
1: That guy is like literally a wild animal, like a mountain lion or a fucking bear. Like this, Blah, lame,
0: lame. Seventy kills in the span of a year. Holy shit!
1: Seven. Okay.
2: It's
0: you don't think that's that impressive? What do you think, Mal?
2: I think the interesting about this whole thing is especially how a lot of this data about this particular guy doesn't get out to the public is that there's probably somebody out there where the higher kill cow that we just don't know about.
0: Oh, you they're know smart. it. Yeah. Well, most serial killers they can't stand not getting caught. Like there's like this unconscious desire for them to get caught. Who's who's a serial killer that you can think of that hasn't got caught that is like super famous? The Zodiac killer, right?
1: Right. Who else? I mean, probably a professional. The person we're talking about is probably a professional.
0: Like a a assassin?
1: Yeah, somebody who's just really fucking good at what they do.
0: Yeah, but like 99% of serial killers, they almost get caught on purpose.
1: Right. I'm just saying that the highest kill count out there is somebody that doesn't want you to know.
0: That's true. Probably some billionaire.
1: I don't know, man. Hunts people on this island. Soft, they have soft hands.
0: No, if they are game to game hunter.
1: They're having people delivered to them and then they kill them, which I think nah, go out looking for. Them.
0: <laughs> there is no much no, yeah. there's nobody that's more dangerous to hunt than a human, right?
1: Dude, totally.
0: Jaguar, I was, maybe. <laughs> I,
1: I wonder if I would ever uh I wonder if I would be able to kill General Zarath. I think I would. I would. I would be able to chew a stick down to a point and just wait. Who's General Giraffe? Wait in a puddle of my own excrement.
0: Who's General General Giraffe? Who is that?
1: He's the guy from the most dangerous game. He's the general that hunts
0: man. I don't think I've seen that. I'm just going off of stuff that I've heard over the years. I don't know. Have you ever seen the pest? The movie The Pest. I think that's what comes to mind the most. Yeah, Mal's seen it.
1: man, is the most dangerous game. But the most dangerous game is this man hunt.
0: The Pest is the best movie ever. Go it's watch The, the Pest. Worst.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I loved it's so that movie bad. when I was a kid, dude. I'll I will watch it over and over.
2: And then I tried watching it,
1: and then, no. <laughs> Alright, here's my favorite serial killer. I've got it right now. Go for it. No country for old man Anton Chigurh. He's not a real one, but man, he's the coolest one.
0: Yeah, that guy's a force of nature. I didn't do it, the coin
1: did. Well, what do I stand to gain? You stand to gain everything. Don't toss the coin. It's been traveling. It's been traveling here. It's taken 23 years to get here.
0: He's definitely now the most interesting.
1: And it's either his or its team.
0: Probably out of all the movie serial killers, he's the most interesting.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's fucking Cohen Brothers, Bill, Bill, man. Like, that just makes him cool. because he's Cohen Brothers, man. Yeah. And I'm a Coen Brothers fan i can't use no bot fop. i'm a dapper dan man.
0: what about you Mel? you got any favorite serial killer from movies
2: uh from comics it would be carnage
1: oh is carnage a serial killer yeah uh cletus okay. I... is. yeah cletus k C- cletus that's his name cletus. you know if i was named cletus in 2023 i'd be killing some motherfuckers too when's the last time you run into motherfucking ancletus never yeah carnage
2: Carnage is cool because he's literally like the way they say his symbiote looks is like meat and he makes like meat weapons with his body
1: he stabs you with it
0: (laughs) yeah carnage can just make like axes and swords and knives out of his fingers
1: Yeah, when I was a kid, I had a Carnage uh, action figure because I thought he was the coolest one. But I didn't know that he was like that. He's kind of an asshole when you put it that way.
0: Yeah, whenever you see him in any media that's not like the comics, they usually kind of like censor him, vanilla him up, you know, make him not as evil.
1: I want. What about the Punisher? Why don't they? They just they don't give the Punisher the same treatment because he's a war vet, which makes he's
0: definitely a sociopath.
1: He, Dude, I love that scene in Punisher 2 where he shoves those motherfuckers into the glass crusher. Oh, God. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he does that to Jigsaw, right?
1: Oh, man, I don't even remember. I was like fucking 12 when I saw that.
0: Yeah, that's how Jigsaw is created. This guy is yeah. like, because he went through the glass and his face is just all screwed up and they like sewed his skin back together so his face looks like a Jigsaw puzzle.
1: Yeah. And then he and then he you know, he cries sometimes at night because his friends won't keep referring to the facial deformity that prevents him from having a loving relationship.
0: I think at that point his wiener wouldn't work though.
1: He could have been wearing a cup.
0: I highly doubt it. I think that his balls and wiener are probably jigsaws too.
1: Jesus, I never <laughs> they probably they probably fucked up and sewed a testicle to the tip of
0: the dick. Who knows, <laughs> man? Alright guys, well that's all I got for today. You got any um any like uh outro stuff you wanna say? Like you got any links to your things you you wanna say?
1: Uh yeah. Uh if if any of you wanna watch some fucking uh shoddily made fake television with a bunch of adult swim shows you haven't seen in twenty years, uh here, look it up. I I gotta find it again. God damn it.
0: There will it's, be a link of uh, what he's right. talking about in, in the details of this episode.
1: Yes. Come check out F-Mountain TV, now known as F-Mountain 64, formerly known as F-Mountain Syndrome.
0: Just send me a link of it. What about you, Mal?
1: Well, if you haven't heard,
2: uh, I'm a host on The Whole Rabbit, and there are some past episodes with Dinkus on it, so you can go check out our whole catalog at The Whole Rabbit on all
1: streaming platforms. Yes, and if you check it out, I was able to form complete sentences back then.
0: there will be a link to it in the details of this episode. Hey, thanks for joining me, guys. Mal, thanks for coming in. If you ever see us doing stuff in here, feel free to just hop right in. Well, thank you. Thanks, guys. That's all for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure to go check out Mal and Dingus' stuff. You know where to find the links. Cryptic Chronicles is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and basically all podcast hubs. You look for us and we're there. If you can, listener, please make sure to share this with a friend on social media, another free thinker like you, help grow the show, and we will be best friends forever. No hugging, though. And as always, I'd like to thank my current supporters. MJ Calvo, Adrian, John, Celestial Weavers, AlienX, Lorna Grubb, Linda Gonzalez, Angela Delaire, Ashley, Brad Herbert, Lawrence Lee, Patricia Coles, Kayla, Max, Michael Worrell, Jimmy Woods, Rhodius, Sophia Owens, Scott Wilman, Who the Q, Ashley Thompson, Matt Poland, Johnny Wick, De Yale Adams, Danny Van Heck, Carnage, Jesse Leach, Austin Monday, Michael Graham, Ed Hawks, Trusty Old Senpai, Lex Lazarus, Brian Nolan, Jared, Matthew Lawson, Jismic, Space SpaceCoin, Gary Hetzel, Tom McClerny, Colton Spenner, Justin, Miyamoto Musashi, Jeremy Gross, Psychic Terror, Jacob, Neil McBride, Cameron Sanders, Robin Van Patten, Ryan L., Bleed Gray, Rosalinda Gonzalez, Jonathan Jackson, Brandon Wigglesworth, Cody George, Annie Don, TD-777, Emily Schmemely, Sphinx 314, 6-1, and Dane Heggelson. And as one of the serial killers with the highest kill count once said, I have murdered in vain. Nobody should become like me.